morning, everybody, or I should probably say good afternoon because you're going to be listening to this when it's afternoon. So I hope everyone's having a good day so far. We have a really exciting show planned today. Have a few special guests. Um, very excited for that. So I'm going to pray and we're going to get this started. Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning and allowing us to get through the day. Please help us to learn something from the podcast. Have a good rest of the day. And hopefully do something a little fun today. You're going to pray. Amen. The scripture for today or for this week is going to be Romans 12, 3. And I'm going to be reading from the NIV version. It says, for, for by the grace given me, I say, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with faith God has distributed to each of you. Okay, now it's time for our listeners' shout-outs. Shout-out to all of our listeners out there. I know we have listeners all over the world, actually, and for um, those in our area. Thank you so much for listening to us, and we really appreciate your support. And right now we are at 3.3K total plays, and that is so great. So thank you so much. Okay, it is time for one of my favorite times on the podcast, the birthday shout-outs. So shout-out to C. Chavan, Kendall Crawford, Gabrielle Francis, Mariah Franklin McGurder, Isaiah Hagler, John Molina, Diego Paragla, Catherine Pierre, Rodney Walker, Lyle Woodson, Asia Williams, Betty Wahabaha, Mrs. Brazil, Mrs. Collins, Mr. Danticat. And to all our listeners out there that are having a March birthday, I pray that you have an excellent birthday and an excellent start of your new year. Happy birthday, y'all. Woo! Happy birthday! So today is a really um, cool day. And of course, of course, the scripture for me, at least, lines up with what we're talking about for the whole week. Um Shiloh, can you drop that scripture again, please? Sure. Um, Romans 12, 3 says, For by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. In accordance with faith, God has distributed to each of you. Okay, so maybe you're like, um, how does that match up? So this week, we have the special privilege of hanging out with the members of HOSA, HOSA. And HOSA, I don't actually know exactly what HOSA means, but I do know that it has everything to do with healing and health professions. Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I right? Am I wrong? You'd be right with that, yeah. All right, so what's dope about that is people who provide service in the healing and health professions have to think that other people are, um, what's the word again, Shiloh? It said, don't think you are higher than others or something like that? Yeah, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. I mean, here's what's real. Healing and health professionals, usually, you know, these are folks that kind of usually make quite a bit of money. (laughs) Let's just be honest, right? Depending on what area the healing professions work in, right? And what is so interesting is that the support and the healing and the health ministries that they provide, they can't think of themselves higher than other people. 
I mean, like, that would be kind of like counterproductive to what they're actually doing. You can't think someone is less than you and then go try to help them be well, right? So anyway, I, I'm, I'm gonna get off that little soapbox. I'm excited because Sid is in the building, y'all. And Blair, of course she's here. Um, but we also have Mr. Robinson who's here. And we are gonna be talking and hearing from them about HOSA. So Sid, why don't you start us off? Tell us what HOSA is. What do y'all do? What does that mean? Okay, so this is actually my first year in HOSA. I did Nesby for a couple of years. But I think HOSA stands for Health Occupation Students of America, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but what we really do is we have students uh, from our school that are either interested in going to a health profession, they know they want to go into a health profession, or even uh, people that really don't know what they want to do at all, just to kind of get a feel for what the health professions are all about. And um, one of the great, uh, great parts of HOSA is that Mr. Robinson uh, brings in many guests that are already in the health profession, uh, like doctors. Uh, last week, we had um, a urologist and a I believe it was a neurosurgeon that came in and talked to us. And it was interesting because both of them went to TA and both of them went to Adventist colleges and they're where they are right now. And um, our school kind of provided the foundation for them. So it was interesting to be able to talk to them and ask them questions and have them present to us. And um, I think it's just a great part of HOSA that you can, uh, kind of get a feel for what you want to go into. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to jump in on that. I remember um, I was listening to what you were saying, Chaplain Leah. And, you know, as far as healthcare, you know, we we, we regard those um, like we had doctors in, you know, throughout the year, we'll have uh, people, professionals from all all areas of healthcare, um, And we, you know, generally we regard those people, those individuals as, you know, higher than us. Like we say, oh, there's Dr. So-and-so or, you know, um, but in reality, their job is service, right? They're service oriented. They, you know, they actually place themselves, you know, in service to all of us. And and to me, um, I think where you were going, you know, the kind of message I was getting from what you were saying, Chaplain Lee, is that these, um, you know, healthcare professionals, um, they actually, uh, mimic, you know, what Jesus did, you know, he washed the feet of his disciples. And regardless, if you've gone through all the schooling and, you know, you know, as, as a public, you know, as the public, we hold doctors, nurses, administrators, anybody in, in, in such high regard, but they actually are, uh, it's so much of a service industry that, um, you know, you have to have a, a great deal of humility, humility to go into that, um, that field. I definitely agree about the humility aspect of going to like the healthcare world. Um, it's not just taking, it's not just, um, it's not all glamorous, right? It's not just, oh, I'm going to be a doctor and, you know, I'm going to save lives. It's genuinely changing people's lives. I feel like sometimes people kind of forget about that part about, um, no, just healthcare in general. You're not just doing things for people. You're actually making active changes in people's lives and helping them start to change their own lives and take control of it. I think that's really cool. That's part of the reason why I want to go or I'm considering going into medicine. And I know HOSA has definitely helped me with that. 
Um, it's definitely provided a lot of opportunities and just put me in contact with people that are in the medical world. So if you're thinking about joining HOSA, definitely do it. I, I Super fun. It's one of my favorite clubs at TA. I think something that's really cool and something that's really interesting about the healthcare profession and just being in that position of service at a whole is that your job is kind of to be there for others at the at the inconvenience of yourself. You know, and I look at like what's going on in the world right now and what's going on with COVID. And I'm just I'm just curious, how do you guys feel about being a doctor in a time where you may have to do something that puts your family at risk or like what's your opinion on being in a profession where, you know, you could be exposed to things where, you know, you can't you may not be able to see your family or you may be in a position where you have to stay at work for, you know, an indefinite amount of time to help people. You know, what kind of what's going on with COVID right now? I think what you're asking, Gabe, uh, for for students who, you know, um, are thinking about going to healthcare profession, um, it, you know, you, you have to realize that, yeah, you're going to have that title. You might get all that money. Um, but, you know, your day um, is likely to be spent, you know, doing things that you, you may not have actually imagined. You know, uh, like Gabe said, you may be away from your family a lot. Um, there may be a lot of stress with that. Um, you know, you may be dealing with, you know, walking into situations where people are, you know, very, very ill or, or dying. And, um, you know, by the time you guys get to uh, college and finished and, and get into your professions, who knows what will come around? You know, every generation has something that we have to deal with. Right now we're dealing with COVID, but who knows what will be the case? You know, what 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 scourge will be happening um, when you guys uh, actually get into those hospitals or get into those nursing homes or or, you know, so so that's a good question. That's um, that's something to think about. Um, questions that we have in the chat are, well, the first one's for Ayana. How long have you known you wanted to be in the healing and health profession? Um, I have known that I want to go into the healing profession or like medicine since about eighth grade-ish, like the summer of ninth grade after eighth grade, so sometime around there. I remember I was listening to the radio with my dad and um, someone had mentioned something about oncology. And I was like, what is oncology? My dad's like, look it up. So I looked it up. And if you don't know what oncology is, it's a study of cancer. Um, you basically, you're, if you're an oncologist, you're a cancer doctor, cancer-oriented doctor. I was like, that's really interesting. So I looked into it even more and I was like, I kind of think I would be interested in doing this because I know people that have suffered from cancer. I know people that have overcome cancer. I know people that have unfortunately passed away from cancer. And I was like, this is, I don't want to see people continue to, you know, suffer at the hands of this. And even if I might not find a cure for it, maybe I can help um, do enough research or come up with a good enough plan for people to maybe somehow overcome it. And that was just, that was really just kind of, I don't want to say life-changing, but really orienting for me because I had a sense of direction. If that, you know, if that makes sense, I was just like, this is what I want to do. So now I'm going to take the steps to try to get there. Hmm, okay. And an another question for the other members and hosts who are on the call today. What uh, medical career, if you know, what medical career are you thinking of going into and why? Um, so I actually want, I used to want to go into um, like pediatrics, but 
that kind of changed because I don't necessarily want to be um, like the kind of doctor that's like all in the blood and stuff like that. I just realized that's not for me. So I'm more interested in psychology and like behavioral health. And Sid, I know you said this is your first year. So I want to, are you thinking of going into a medical profession? Like has HOSA changed your mind or had you think of anything? Um, well, for me, initially, kind of answering the question uh, asked to Ayana as well, um, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to be. Um, I really, as a kid, I really loved airplanes. I always wanted to be a pilot or some kind of aviation engineer. But then as I uh, kind of grew older, I kind of saw there's a lot of suffering in the world that you start noticing the older you get that you don't realize when you're younger. Everything's like all fun and games when you're younger. But as you get older, you kind of see, um, and even while traveling, um, you can see how people are suffering in the world. And I really wanted to help them. And um, I think it was my uh, either eighth grade or my freshman year that, um, I don't know, I was listening to something and I just, I just really felt God calling me to uh, go pursue something in the medical field. And uh, since then, that's been my goal. And I'm ready to pursue it. And uh, specifically, right now, I want I want to be a surgeon, a trauma surgeon. But uh, a lot of things change, like when you go to school and you start doing your rotations and everything. So um, right now, that's the plan. But uh, I just got to see where God leads me. You know, that's really interesting how you said, like, there's a lot of suffering in the world and God calls us to serve. And I want to ask, you know, this question is kind of predisposed to anyone. What uh, advice would you give to people considering this field? And what qualities do you think are a must when it comes to not even being a doctor, but just being in a field of service where you're helping other people? And that's kind of your job. I think the first thing that we all have to have is compassion. Because if you want to be a doctor or a nurse or someone who works in the health field, you have to have this kind of compassion. You have to see a patient working. Because if you don't have compassion, someone can flow by you having all this trouble for those going into psychology on them and just spilling it out to you. And you might necessarily look like, I don't care. And another quality is perseverance. Because for healthcare, especially the years of schooling that you have to go to before you even reach residency, it kind of takes away a lot from your years. And, you know, that's one of the things that discourages a lot of people from healthcare because it's like, oh, I have to go to undergraduate, then I have to go to medical school or nursing school, and then I have to go into residency. So you're not making the money immediately as you think you are. But if you have perseverance, all those years will pay off as you see yourself working in this dream that you've always had.